Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolu Talks and Arnold Reasons. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And this is a special edition because right now Tolu is living the dream on behalf of <laughs> a whole of Reason to Behold right now because <laughs> his voice might even sound a bit different. <laughs> yeah, it's that, it's that Caribbean island vibes. Um, Goodness. Do you want to yeah. update the people on what you're doing and where you're at? Yeah, I am currently in Anguilla. Um, which is a Caribbean island. Um, I think it's East Caribbean island, to be precise. Mm. Um, one, one of my friends from university is getting married out here. Um, and it's actually the first time I've been out of the country really since COVID started. Um, mm. So it's February 2022 for whenever, you know, people listen in the future. But yeah, this is the first time I've been out of the country in about two years. Mm. Um, and yeah, very blessed to be in a place like this. It's honestly just it's so beautiful there's only like fourteen thousand people on the island it's super mm. safe like yeah it's this place is is very special so right now we're in the hotel where the wedding's going to be and i'm literally looking out over the ocean as we podcast right now Goodness. Like, honestly it's crazy listen all sorts of wisdom going to start flowing from tolly's mouth right now because <laughs> in that right environment <laughs> bro it, it, it makes such a big difference like and here's the thing right is that so Anguilla is four hours behind the UK, right? Mm. And this is the kind of jet lag that I personally like because mm. when it's 10 o'clock in the morning in the UK, that's when it's 6 a.m. So when I would normally be waking up and stuff like that, it's like super early here, mm. you know? So you actually get some of that time to just be quiet, you know, mm. and just meditate, pray you know listen to the word like do whatever it is that actually when i'm at home i struggle if you told me wake up at six or seven too hard (laughs) but (laughs) but while i've been here that's been a it's been a regular thing and i wake up at that time refreshed also because i go to bed at like eight or nine o'clock here because Mm. you are jet lagged and you're a bit tired and but and it's really yeah it's been a really good opportunity to actually get that time that i would love to do when i'm in england and figure Mm. out how to do that when i get back so yeah it's been it's been good i hear that man so i tell you what maybe let's back it up a little bit and let's start Mm. off with what the what was your experience like flying Mm. out of the country compared to how it was pre-covid because i know a whole lot of things have changed yeah things have been brought in things have been thrown out i don't even know because i haven't i haven't left the country since covid so so right now, what you're about to describe might actually inform me, and I'm hoping some of the listeners too. It's <laughs> like, and this the thing it's 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 in so many ways the same, but in so many ways different, right? So mm. it's the same in terms of you still do a lot of the same stuff. Like being on a plane still felt very similar. Then mm. there's like little subtle differences, like the amount of research that we had to do before mm. we left was crazy because to get to Anguilla, you have to fly to Saint Martin. And Mm. St. Martin is a different country. So Mm. there are two sets of COVID rules that you have to, yeah, you have to abide by. So for example, for Anguilla, you can do your test two to five days before you fly. But for St. Martin, it's within 48 hours. So you have this like crossover spot. You have to get right in the middle or else you're going to do two tests. And the tests are like 65 to 100 pounds each. You know, so I don't want to be doubled up on those tests. And it's just mm. keeping track to see if anything changes because with your travel insurance, it's invalidated if the FCDO has said that you can't travel at the time that you book. 
Oh my and goodness. That, that changes day to day. All these yeah, kind of yeah. things. So even today we got a text from Air France saying that actually they're changing the rules on if you're vaccinated or not and this and that. Like all this stuff <laughs> is always changing. And it's just yeah. like you really have to pray like, Lord, I need wisdom as to how I'm going to book this thing, right? Mm. Because anything can just happen and you cannot go or you get struck, stuck somewhere. Like, yeah, it's, it's mm. a lot. It's a lot. Hmm. Can imagine, man. And how, but, like, yeah, I was going to say how, because I know you've been wanting to leave the country for a while. And yes. I think in the lead up to when you actually did leave the country, I yeah. feel like, if your trip out was delayed by a single five minutes more, I feel like you might have exploded. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know it was like, getting like, it was it really was getting, frustrating. Yeah. Was, oh, I think this is, this is the thing that I'm realizing is that there is something about traveling mm. that is like, it sounds weird, but it's like, it's a godly thing. Do you know mm. what I mean? There is some, there is a way that, getting away from your routine, getting away from home, getting away from all those things, seeing new things, experiencing new things. Mm. There is something about, like, I feel like I'm, I encounter God in different ways in that, mm. you know, because I think that when you're exposed to different things and when you see different things, like, it really makes you think about even just, like, the greatness of God. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. today, my wife and I were speaking about um, Job, Mm. And I think it's Job 38 where, you know, God answers Job, you know, mm. after Job's been sent. And he's like, where were you when I set the boundaries of the ocean? Mm. Where were you when I did this? Where were you when I put the stars in their place? And he talks about like Orion, I think, and the belt and this. And he talks about all these things in nature. And so like while you're in Anguilla, like the light pollution is so low. So when you mm. look up, you can literally see the stars. Right? Wow like all of the stars you can see the constellations you can see everything mm. you know there are so many of these things that you see here and that we don't we don't get that in england mm, you know? mm. just watching the waves you know coming in and out and that kind of stuff and all that stuff is by design you know mm. and so i was actually talking to my friend who's getting married he's not christian right mm. and he, we were talking about faith and stuff like that and he was saying about how when you look at evolution and how nature works, he said there are so many chaotic things that it can't have been by design. He's like, all these random things interact. I'm like, but dude, that's exactly how you know <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, by yeah, design. Yeah. Because all of these seemingly random chaotic things are happening. Mm. It works in such perfect harmony. Mm, mm, mm. You know, like gravitational pulls and gases and all this stuff. Because I asked him, I said, like, those stars, like, they're actually, like some of those things that we see they're planets they're not stars and for me mm. i think i think that well stars are light right but mm. planets aren't so why can we see the planets like they're stars mm. and saying oh because of the gases and all the stuff and i'm like but dude like someone designed that like mm. how can that just happen without design mm. like and for me it just puts me in a very different in a very different headspace in a very different mm. mind state and because you don't have your normal things that keep you busy, mm. you know, if you're, if you like, if you're conscious about it, cause you can fill up your time on holiday as well. But if you're conscious about like making that space, it's just such a great space and time. I feel to like really hear, you know, and really just be, mm. you know, explore like what has God put inside you, like what's to come. Like it's such a great, such a great break. 
So, so, and this was your friend who's getting married, you said as well, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And this conversation happened whilst you guys were out there. Yeah. So this, and this is, this is also why it's important. Like, so we were at dinner and we yeah. were having this God conversation and he's like, he's agnostic, but he's kind of on his journey. Right. Mm. And so then the next day I get a message from him. Um, and he's like, the, a lot of the stuff at the wedding is going to be outdoors. So like we're going on a boat or a yacht or whatever it is. And like there's mm. lots of outdoorsy stuff. And he said, oh, the weather forecast is looking a bit ropey. Right. And so I'm like, oh, so, so. And he's like, he's like, can you pray about that? Or is that not how it works? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like interesting. Their right? brother wants to tap into the stream. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, though, man. That- and and it was like so we were praying about it and it was like god was like he has now invited me into mm. his wedding mm, you mm, know mm, mm. like because some people no matter what they could be like nope there's no god i'm not even gonna engage with that no nope, yeah. no nope, no nope, no nope, no nope. but he was like look he's open to even like can you pray about that he's like i don't yeah. is that how it works because mm. it's funny because he'd he'd seen a, a kenneth copeland video where mm. Kenneth Copeland had like, you know, been commanding COVID to go or something like that. Mm. And he's like, this guy is crazy and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm like, brother, because I, I, I personally, I like Kenneth Copeland. You know, I grew mm. up listening to his stuff. But I know he has a lot of solid stuff and like, you know, but the world thinks the man is crazy. He's got jets, he's got all this, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so we're having to, we're having this conversation at dinner as well about Kenneth Of Kenneth all the Copeland. conversations you could have had, you Kenneth! And he saw that Kenneth. video. He's... <laughs> Because he sent me the video. I hadn't seen the video, and he sent me the video. <laughs> and the thing is with Ken Copeland, yeah, is that he's part, like, American, you know, like, Native American, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And he has these eyes, yeah? And when he gets into his eyes, are, like, piercing. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing this and speaking to COVID and all this stuff. And I'm just like... And, I, and I, I'm like, how do you explain that to someone that doesn't believe... <laughs> How do you explain that to some Christians, let alone someone who doesn't believe that actually, like, we have authority and stuff like that over different things? So, like, Jesus spoke to the wind and the waves. Jesus spoke mm. to fevers. Like, those are biblical principles. But how do you explain that to someone who doesn't believe that? Mm. You know? And so that's the conversation we're having the night before at dinner. And then the next day, he he like he was like, look, you know, can you pray about it? Is that how it works? And, this and I'm like, Lord, you're funny. Like, it's amazing how, you know, God will take even just that, you know? Mm and use that as an opportunity to bring people closer to him. Cause that's like my friend, he is so intelligent. He can mm. plan, he can do all of these things, but there are still some things because he's human that's out of his control. Absolutely. You know, like he can't control the weather like that. And, mm. and God has ways to get to different people. And it's amazing. It's actually amazing. Mm. Um, I, yeah. I have a very curious question about that as well. I know we're yeah. staying on this a little bit longer than maybe planned, but That's fine. the the um that conversation that you guys had, the God conversation over breakfast. Yeah. Do you remember how it started? That is a good question. How did it start? I think because my friend, so we've been friends since university, right? So mm-hmm. we he's known me as a Christian, Carlo mm-hmm. is Christian, like so. He knows that that's kind of where I'm at. How did it start? I think he might have actually brought it up. Which is what I suspected. And, yeah. and and part of the reason why I even asked as well is because I think when it comes to relationships with yeah. people who 
aren't Christians or who don't yeah. believe what we believe in stuff like that. Sometimes people who like are aggressively against it. Mm. I think even in the little you just described about your relationship history, that's why it's so important for us to just be who we are, like in and out of season, like whether people are watching or not, whoever we're engaging with, and not just in yeah. the environments where people agree with us, but even in the environments where we might be the only little piece of light. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I think something that I found in my life as well is that it's not like I, I remember when I first became a Christian, I, bro, I was hunting for conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you you turn on the light switch and I'm looking for, yeah, Jesus is the light of the world. Like, <laughs> it was, I, I would reach and try and find some yeah. way yeah. to just force that God conversation to happen. But I think as I kind of grew a bit more and I think learned a bit more about life and just being a normal human being and just relational in general, yeah. I realized that a lot of the time you don't even have to in fact generally speaking i don't think you have to force those conversations because when we choose to just be ourselves those conversations are literally hunting for us like you just have to be open to them exactly like and even being willing to to sometimes be the only voice or the only person that believes or will make a decision not to do something in a room full of people who will do something based on your Christian principles and beliefs. Because I've even found like uni, work colleagues, people always ask questions. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. and it tends to be the questions that, the the questions that I think I've noticed tend to come up are the ones where they notice that you're different from what everybody else is doing in some way, shape or form. And Mm -hmm. over time... It's, they 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 get to know you as that person and so yeah. when you're sitting at breakfast what can seem like is random is something that's built on you being consistent as light and being uh, a consistent person over the years who they know i now identify as this is somebody who identifies as a christian and i can actually ask questions about god and this is where we have to be open as christians right mm. because i think for me it's like even in talking to him mm. like i don't try ram bible down his throat yeah I mean? yeah yeah i'm more trying to ask him and try and understand where he's coming from and actually offer him questions as well because he's like a mm. super, he's very intellectually curious right mm, mm. and sometimes because and watching his transition over the years because before he was very like no and now he's like do you know what the more i think about it the more actually i, I wonder if science and faith actually oppose or if they work together you know, mm. and watching his journey of all of that but just from asking questions and actually even just listening for wisdom from god to actually answer some of those questions and stuff mm. like that and actually throw out different questions that you may not have thought of. Mm, mm, mm. but yeah it's just being for me it's just being open to having because it, it can be super awkward especially at the beginning yeah you know, when people are like questioning your faith and like yeah yeah <laughs> oh, it can be so awkward yeah and and so the, there's some verses that I've just pulled up that it reminded me of in mm. Colossians chapter four. And it speaks about, interesting fact, go from verse one. Masters, treat mm. your bondservants justly and fairly, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. At the same time, and this is the main verse, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the mm. word to mm-hmm. declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak. 
and oh even verse five walk in wisdom toward outsiders making the best use of the time let your speech always be gracious seasoned with salt so that you may know how you ought to answer each person there's so many things loaded in these verses that are connected to this point and the first part that i actually was thinking about was praying that god may open a door for the word so that we can declare the mystery of christ like that's something that i'm trying to make more of a practice of is not just when i'm in the situation or in a conversation with someone who might not necessarily believe but just making it part of my daily prayer like lord as i go out today like would you open a door for for me to engage with someone in a meaningful way that will either sow seeds or water seeds that will eventually lead to them surrendering to you or maybe even them just hearing a word from you if they're already surrendered in one way shape or form um and also outside of that even from verse five where it's speaking about walking wisdom towards outsiders mm. making the best use of the time let your speech always be gracious seasoned with salt seasoned. Oh, like it's it's describing and talking about how how are we acting not just the things that we're saying but what is our lifestyle like are we walking in wisdom when we're engaging with outsiders are we choosing graciousness in our speech in general like so that if a conversation does happen and the door is opened that we can actually have something to say that they'd be willing to listen to and it's also because like imagine if you'd ruined that with your speech yeah. before mm. you know just imagine like you were in a bad mood or whatever and you let that get the better of you and then mm. now you want to now talk about grace or whatever it's like yeah but you don't live that mm. you know yeah that's good man and i have i also had an experience this week um no it was last week sorry where so we're doing a refurb at a property in london at the moment mm. and the guy who was fit in the kitchen on the day that i met him originally the first day i met him i was wearing one of the dunamis jumpers love god love people shameless plug great conversation starter if you're looking for a way for a door to be opened up for conversations i am a living testimony that generally speaking whenever i'm wearing these clothes conversations happen so shameless plug i'm not getting the commission out of it but i'll take my eternal reward <laughs> but um so i'm wearing this amazing comfortable love god love people great jumper <laughs> and and um and so i'm speaking to him and he says to me so you're a christian and i said yeah and he said to me oh how did i know that and i said because you saw my jumper and that was literally this is someone who i've never met before first time i've ever worked with him but that was literally this one of the early conversations we had then as the days progressed to cut a long story short we ended up having a conversation where we were openly talking about God his beliefs um and I listened to what he had to say and some of the kind of like what you were describing about your friend and some of his beliefs and stuff like that mm. and I listened to what he said and responded and was able to have a conversation with him about the new heavens and the new earth which he'd never heard about yeah. and like again did we have a conversation where by the end of it he repeated a prayer after me and said yes to Jesus for the rest of his days no not necessarily but one thing that I do know is by the end of the conversation one of the questions he did or one of the things he did mention was when we spoke about the new heavens and the new earth he said he wouldn't know where to begin with all of that and 
my encouragement was to, my encouragement to him was just keep it simple like god knows you just be honest saying mm. something as simple as god help me to learn more about you god help me to understand you help me to mm. find the truth mm. and that's it and that's from right. my point of view kind of like what you were describing i don't know if i'll ever meet or see that guy ever again mm. but we had an organic conversation which again over time even in the time that he was there he didn't just hear the things that I said because that actually came last or much later on. But after he saw the jumper, he also, I'm sure, had me under scrutiny in terms of how I was as an individual. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, so you're the Christian. <laughs> um, and and I believe I didn't put on an act for sure. <laughs> I just tried to be who I am. And I think in naturally practicing godly principles, I'd like to believe that there were certain things that he saw that would give him confidence to know that this is a conversation he can have with someone that's actually going to be meaningful rather than nonsense and this is where like even as people who are in the workplace or as like you're hiring this person like yeah what kind of tone do you say what kind of interactions yeah yeah you know that's so important yeah that's so so important because i to be honest yeah i walk around in my stuff all the time and i forget that i'm actually wearing it yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, and this guy i was in a shop and this guy was like looking at me and saying he was like yeah 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 and i was like what and then <laughs> <laughs> and he was like yeah love god love it i'm like oh yeah yeah gotta remember and and the mad thing is as well it's also it raises the accountability bar i found because as much as you're just going to be yourself in your day-to-day like i'll be very honest there have been i i distinctly remember one day where i was driving and somebody cut me up like crazy right and everything inside of me wanted to blow up but in that moment where i wanted to blow up and maybe become a bit of an aggressive driver it's like I almost played out in that moment of time what could happen. I eventually yeah. get out of the car. They then see the love, God, love people. And <laughs> it gets very peak very quickly. <laughs> so it's like, and then, and in fact, there's two times that's happened. That's one time recently. And another time on the car that I had before, which had yeah. the plate with the yeah, yeah. website on it for reason yeah, to behold. Yeah. <laughs> so, and again, similar thing. I thought to myself, this could get very peak very quickly and obviously i guess it's not just about making your decisions based on what it's going to look like if people find out but i think it serves as a good thing to also keep you in additional check like yeah and and that's exactly what it is is that like we are ambassadors as the scriptures say of Mm. his kingdom he mm. makes his appeal to others through us. Through us, living and epistles. Exactly. And I think where we sometimes, like, we're not always wearing the jumper. So we're not always making it plain for people to know that we are Christians. And so we do yeah. all sorts of nonsense, not realizing that just because you're not being obvious about the jumper, you are still an ambassador. And even if they don't report you to him or somebody else, mm. like, God still sees it. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, it's just that. Yeah, these the jumpers, the clothing is powerful, man. It's I'm powerful. Because really I mean, that's exactly what I wanted at, from the beginning. Was yeah. that because for me, evangelism 
I'm not really somebody who will just walk up to somebody and be like, hey, let me tell you about Jesus. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. that's really not, that's really it's not tough. me. But like, in this, it, it opens up conversations for you in a lot of ways. Mm. You know, like, so where, where, we, where we live back home, um, there's a lady who in Audi, um, she's one of the cashiers. And she was mm. just like, I wish I could wear stuff like that. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, because I'd forgotten again that I was even that you wearing, were wearing it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah, forgot. Yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, I really like that message, and I wish I could wear it. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, look, I have lots of t-shirts and stuff like that at home that yeah. are like face based, but I don't sometimes feel confident enough to wear it. I'm like, mm. and we just had a conversation about actually give it a try. You know, mm-hmm. and then a few weeks later, I had another conversation where she's like, "Oh, I wore one, and someone talked to me." And da, da, da. it's like, <laughs> this is amazing, you know. And amazing. I didn't have to have a t- awkward conversation with her; she brought it up with me, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's, and I'm just so glad that it actually, it actually helps. It does so, it, man. To open it really, it really does because the truth, like, we do live in the world. Like, people have got questions, man, and it's. Yeah, people have questions, man. And I think whether it's the... There's two sides to it. There's the practical example of saying, mm-hmm. yeah, put on godly clothing or clothing that advertises your ambassador <laughs> position. But in addition to that, like, do your colleagues at work know you're a Christian? Bro, so I was talking to my boss. <laughs> like, honestly, I was talking to my boss about this like a week ago. Yeah. And for me, I try and be as open as possible. Mm. in the right context so yeah yeah I, I used to do reverse mentoring with our previous managing director right yeah <laughs> and my boss was te- my boss organized the reverse mentoring and mm. so when he was catching up with the guy after um and finding you know how did it go did you enjoy it he's like yeah yeah it was really really good but i know i have to watch my p's and q's around Todd. he used to swear a lot and stuff like that yeah he's like, yeah he's like but Todd's christian <laughs> so i need to you know i need to watch myself around that yeah and it was just interesting because I think he asked me something like, you know, how was your weekend? Yeah. And that's where you have that decision of, do I tell him? Oh, you know? <laughs> that I, a, I went to church or not? Like, what do I do? Or that I went to this amazing worship. Like, I'm telling you, you, you know, know, it's funny as well because, like, and this is the point, is that we don't always see how easy and organic the opportunities for us be. to be open actually yeah. are. Because yeah. that is such a standard question. Oh, where did you get up to over the weekend? Oh, exactly. did you have a nice time off? Where did you go? Like, I remember in the last workplace, when we went to America for that conference, Yeah. as oh, a standard gosh. thing, we come back. Oh, so what did you go off to do? Oh, wh- where did you go? Did you go anywhere nice? Told them where we went. Oh, that's a bit random. What are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we went to a Christian conference. Oh, okay. And, and the thing is, for some people, it stops there. But it's like... Yeah what I think is powerful about just that general openness is it's almost like wherever we are work business like friendships basketball court or on a holiday in a nice resort sitting across the table from one of our friends when we're actually open about our where, where what we represent and the fact that we are of the kingdom and that we follow Christ it's not so much about doing it from a prideful place to suggest that you're better than other people, but it's almost like we put down a flag that says, if you want, if you want, if you want to know anything, or if you want to have a conversation, I'm here. And I think that in itself is powerful and exactly, but that's where the question comes in. 
do you think or why do you think at times we might not be open and might not be willing to to even put that flag down and be open about the fact that rather than saying I actually went to church on Sunday we're like oh yeah I just rested hang out with some family and that was it and kind of like why do you think that we sometimes don't actively take those opportunities because Christians have a bad rep firstly mm. because Christians have a reputation for being judgmental and mm, for mm, being mm. almost like mean mm. you know and and I think what I find tough, to be honest, is sometimes when it comes to stuff like, you know, people talk about like homosexuality or transgenderism, mm. uh, you know, all these Christians that don't accept it. And I'm like, to be fair, I don't actually really accept it either in terms yeah. of like, I don't think it's how we should live life. Mm. Right. But does it mean that I write people off? No. Mm. And so for me, it's like even I find it awkward striking that balance of well, actually, I don't agree with those things. Like, I don't agree with like sex for marriage. I don't agree with these different things mm. that doesn't mean that if you're someone who practices that that i will then shun you and mm. you know disfellowship you and those kind of things mm. and that's mm. that's for me what i think where some of that awkwardness has come in because people have this view of christians mm. um of what we're like and it's like actually no we're not all like that mm. and and i think even to add to that i think the sad thing is that some of us have been guilty at times of being that way mm. because like I, I hands down I'll put my I'll admit that I'm sure especially early on in my faith mm. I I would have been that guy to maybe distance myself from certain people because of their practices mm. and and I think it's coming to a place where we realize that it's not fair biblical or realistic to put the expectations that are for god's people quote unquote on people who haven't even surrendered to god or surrendered to follow bro, jesus or, or, or even is, al- aligned themselves go ahead bro this is exactly it because bro we have agreed to walk in the way yeah Christ, covenant right <laughs> yeah, yeah. we have agreed and yeah. even where it says about shunning or don't fellowship with people who do xyz it says don't fellowship with believers brother. yeah who and do brother. those things yep, yep. yeah it's, it's people who have said that they are of faith yeah, but now they're not living the life that you're meant That's to be living. Right. So it doesn't mean that if you had a friend growing up who's not Christian, who's mm. homosexual or whatever, or who's in adultery or whatever, it doesn't mean that you then have to shun those people. That's not how it works. Yeah, Because yeah. they didn't sign up to live by what we live by. So how That's can we it. expect them? Like someone was saying about with politicians and stuff like that, like we expect them to live to life to a high standard, but bruv, most of them aren't Christian. So yeah, where are you yeah. expecting that from? That's why, it. why are we surprised when they do the things that they do? Mm. That's that's what their sin nature demands of them. That's what they've signed yeah. up for. Mm-hmm. You know? No, it's such a good point, man. It's a really good point. So yeah. It's a really it's good just... point. And, and, and I think even people in that situation, I think what I've tended to, in terms of like sit, fixing it in my mind on how to approach different people who are from different backgrounds and belief systems for those that i know haven't identified as believers my thing is they need the gospel like there's nothing i can give them because even if i gave them the standards and the, the the different principles about god's way on marriage sexual relationships and engagements and stuff like that well, if I gave them all of those things, even if they tried their best to follow it, it's still not going to give them salvation. 
because exactly. justification is not by works it's, it's a gift works. of god that is a result of the gospel message and and so that's what they need just as much mm. as we did mm. and we know that after a person receives the gospel message their practice has changed because what we've exactly. acknowledged and what we've accepted is that there is a king there is a way mm. that god designed for us to work and we want to pursue his way because mm. we know that that is what leads to to fruit exactly. and it leads to to, to the goodness <clears throat> that we really desire for sure yeah. for sure because like even for the last like three weeks i think or like, mm. like most of january mm. like we've been doing a fast but not like a food fast mm. but like a less tv less entertainment stuff mm. and as you do that your appetite changes mm. you know so as people you know actually go after god and actually go after the things of god and really get into that relationship and that fellowship mm. their appetite for those other things will naturally change mm. you know mm. it doesn't have to be a case of you're forcing people to not do the things that they didn't want to do before like you know your your appetites and the cravings and the things that you want to do they naturally change because actually like when you actually get into discipleship and into faith it's actually mm. a great thing yeah you know yeah. people see it as this like boring like life but actually it's actually a great life yeah you know and actually in that sense it's a bit addictive you know like you enjoy it and you want to go further and deeper and it's like actually mm. opening people up to that is actually how change comes about it's not because you're trying to force them to change outward behaviors when they mm. change on the inside mm. it flows mm. out you know that's it and i think the, the other thing I was going to say as well is for somebody who hasn't received the gospel message who changes their behavior, they don't have the hope that almost is a massive driving factor behind why we do what we do. Because the hope of the new heavens and the new earth, that's where we will walk in God's design fully. And so it's like everything about how we're being made to be more and more like christ and back to god's original design in all these different ways here on earth that is to prepare us and almost get us ready for that time and that environment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whereas if you don't have that hope it's kind of like well what am i doing this for what's the point Mm. you know if 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 i'm gonna go to the same place as the person that isn't doing these things or isn't trying to make a practice of these disciplines then what's the point Mm. like let me get the best out of it and live free (laughs) this this is what i find interesting right because for me like these are the things that god has told us to do so that we can actually yes there is eternity but actually living by biblical principles means that you actually live your you know that term your best life best life yeah your best life that's actually how you live your best life on earth yeah because the people who are free in quotes and doing whatever their flesh wants to they don't actually feel free yeah yeah you know it's all about how the de- the devil has deceived people mm. you know and actually that is part of the deceit where we feel like you know that like lustful life or whatever it is that prideful life is actually the best life but that's not living your best life these people are broken like a lot of people are living that life and are very broken mm. and i guess part of it is that if that's all you've ever known sometimes mm. you don't even know better even exists exactly exactly agreed agreed and that's part of what actually our lives should be it's also mm. showing people that something that different and something better yeah. does exist and not better in a i'm better than you but actually oh, no, no 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 you can have a better life 
a life yeah. that is more enjoyable. I'm not saying have my life. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying actually like There's have no your version. Yeah, mm. have your better version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good, man. So, yeah, bro. There is something. There is something about being away. Mm. But it's just, yeah. It's it's just really, it's really blessed me. It's really like enlarged my thoughts, mm. you know. And it just gives me such a different appreciation um, mm. for what God has made. Mm. And even some of the things in the in the Bible, so like I was telling you before, um, so in Anguilla, the beaches are just like stunning. Mm. But they're also very sandy. And like, I'm not going to lie yet, I don't know what to do on the beach. <laughs> I really don't. Because you know when people get in the water and they're frolicking and they're floating, yeah. bruv, I get in the water and I would just sink. So I don't know what to do on the beach. So mm. the first day we came here on the beach, I sat down in the shallowest bit and just let yeah. the waves like wash over me. Yeah. What I didn't realize though is that it was bringing up all the sand from the beach yeah. into my pockets, into my <laughs> watch, into everything, right? Yeah. And so when I was like getting rid of all the sand, I was just reminded of what it talks about in the Bible about you know, sand and how much sand there is and how, you know, the descendants will be like the sand on the shores and mm. how God's thoughts for us and different things like that that talk about the quantity of sand. And I was like, there is so much sand on my body right now. I couldn't even <laughs> count. <laughs> I can't even count how much sand is on my body, let mm. alone how much sand is on this island, let alone mm. how much sand is in this world. Mm. And it was just giving me a different understanding and perspective of verses like that. You know, and really, like, when God is saying that, like, the magnitude of what God is actually saying. Yeah. You know, and how important it is for us to... Because when God is trying to speak to Abraham and to get him to understand the vision he's given him, he takes him out into nature and he says, look up at the stars in the sky. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how God helps us to understand sometimes what he's called us to do and who he's called us to be. For sure. You know, so I think it's just it's just so amazing and it's so important to be mm. able to travel and yeah i definitely think it's like a it's a god-given thing for humans because even when you look at you know adam and eve when you look at noah when you look at jesus's disciples mm. it was always go out you know when you speak to abraham he said leave the place that you know you yeah. know and go to a place where i will show you and there is something about humans going out you know that is part of kind of the purpose and the plan that god has for us to even mm. spread his seed, his word, which is why we're talking about, look, we go out and we spread the word, we spread yeah. seed in those conversations, in the message that we carry. Yeah, and it's yeah. just so important. It's true, man. Literally, wherever you are, like, if if your journey <laughs> is stuck within the boundaries of the UK, then do it there. Like, yeah. wherever, wherever, whatever environment we're given the opportunities to experience enjoy just look for mm. god man look for god and look for the opportunities to just plant your flag and for just sure. be there as an ambassador and this thing, like, even in the uk there are places that you can go that you don't know you know yeah like yeah. when you go to cornwall some places in cornwall look like different places you know? mm-hmm. and so it is that thing of make use yeah. of what's available you know explore like be curious mm-hmm. go check some things out and you know what? Interesting point. If you hadn't been open to be 
friends with somebody who wasn't necessarily a Christian, you would not be I'd enjoying this be glory here. where you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I really wouldn't. So this wedding has like 40 people here. There's only 40 yeah. people at the wedding. Look at that. You know? and, it's that. and you, the Christian, made it. <laughs> yeah. And that, that brings God into the situation. For real. You know, because now he's in a situation where he's actually open to mm. prayer and to God moving in what he's doing. That's amazing, you know? man. It's, it's, it's honestly like, it's such a blessing and a privilege to be able to actually do like life with people and just mm. do that for stuff like this. It's great. Hmm. For sure. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Reason to Hold podcast. Like, subscribe, do all the stuff that you can do on social media. And yeah, let us know what you thought about the episode. If you have any questions, comments, disagreements, let us know. Thanks. For sure. Peace. Peace.